Hey, don't go anywhere. You just plugged into another edition of the Santa Barbara Mac User Group Podcast. Hey, hey, here we go again. This is the August episode of the SB Mug Podcast. We've been doing this now on a pretty regular schedule for a couple of months. And I'm really glad to have four of us in the show this time. So we're going to bounce some good ideas around and stuff. Let me start off and introduce Kathy Gleason. Hi there, I'm here. Okay, great. Um, Kathy is the program chair with the Santa Barbara Mac User Group. And she's going to give us a little bit of schedule stuff in just a second. But the next person I want to introduce is Ian Lessing. Hello, folks. I'm the IPP. That's the immediate past president at SBMUG. Right on. Okay, and then another very important person, of course, it's Brian Carlin. Well, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just here to help Kathy, that's all. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, we got a lot of great uh, stuff for you guys today and everybody, so let's start off and talk a little bit about what's upcoming with the Santa Barbara Mac User Group. Take it away, Kathy. Yep, we have our second annual picnic coming up at Goleta Beach on August the 21st beginning at 5 o'clock, and that's at Section B. And for directions and map, you could go to the sbmug.org website, and there are details there. But the picnic itself is a tremendous amount of fun. Um, like I said last podcast, we had so much fun the first time. We want to repeat it and encourage everybody to come. It's a beautiful setting. And what we do generally is ask everybody to bring a dish, and uh, we're going to repeat the same offer that we did last summer in that if you bring a dish that will feed six people, we will give you a free raffle ticket because we are going to have our raffle as we always do. And um, the setting, like I said, is right there on the beach. And um, part of the other festivities of the picnic, besides great food, great company, is we're going to have a swap meet. And we had it last year. We didn't have the table close enough, and I don't think we really promoted it enough, so people uh, didn't participate. But this year what we're going to do is we're going to bring uh, the table closer to the picnic so people can see the items. And what we have uh, done is, what we're doing is, a swap meet can be anything um, that you would like to possibly sell or trade or give away or swap with somebody else who brings items that they no longer want. And these items can be software such as old programs, uh, old utilities, old games, things like that. Uh, you could also bring some old hardware, some old Macs if you have them, some old printers, scanners, faxes, iPods, old iPhones if you're so inclined, um, old magazines, manuals, things like that. Um, find somebody that you may want to swap with, trade with, buy, um, and that's going to uh, be all part of the, the fun of the picnic. Um, everybody, like I said, will bring a dish. We'll sit around. It'll run probably from about 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock, and um, I encourage everybody to be there. Cool. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it, it is going to be fun. And that's, that's that. 
Okay, that sounds cool. Well, again, uh, for everyone listening, any info about whatever the club is doing and upcoming events and things, you can definitely find all you want to know at sbmug.org. So let's jump into some news and maybe we'll uh, go around the table a little bit with some opinions. Brian, hit us with a story. Oh, well, I, wa I did want to talk about some personal experiences I've had recently. Uh, one thing is I, I took a, a dead MacBook Pro into uh, for service and um, I turn it on and uh, nothing was happening I couldn't get the bong noise I couldn't get the screen to come on um, one time it did work and I got a, a kernel panic which means I had to restart and then of course I got nothing after that it uh, turned out all those terrible um, symptoms were just simply uh, bad memory RAM chip in the in the computer and it was the Apple uh, RAM card that was in there and uh, replaced it it started right up so that was a, a positive story but uh, I mean boy it looked ugly there for a minute you thought it was gonna be the logic board or something huh? oh boy and that's a thousand bucks but because uh, uh, it was out of warranty but um, but it worked out very nicely just uh, some cheap uh, RAM to put back in and we're, we're set to go Wow really good yeah, I wish all uh, tech stories ended on such a happy note right there. <laughs> there you of course, go. Of course, Brian, you do regular backups, right? Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, every, however many backups you all do, we all do, uh, you probably ought to do twice as many. So can never have too many backups. Well, well thanks to Time Machine, I'm doing regular backups now, and I just – Gotta say, you feel so much more secure when you've got Time Machine going. You know, you can go look back at an old version of a file without any trouble, and that's a, that's a good reason to upgrade to Leopard right there. I have I have helped a couple of people set up Time Machine recently, and although I'm not using it yet, I, I'm kind of warming up to it a little bit more. So I'm still kind of looking into moving forward, but certainly just dead simple. Yeah, yeah you is. couldn't get any any simpler. You plug it in and and you plug in an external hard drive, and away you go. That's nothing to it. Yeah, just as long as you have enough space, it really it really does seem to be a great solution. So, Brian, you were going to talk a little bit about uh, some news regarding MobileMe, and I'm also hearing some news that they're having some real trouble rolling that over and moving away from .Mac into MobileMe. What have you heard about that? Well, Apple is really, really, really sorry. And uh, they've, they've posted updates and they've posted uh, some emails to people about uh, how the system is not quite working yet, but uh, the, that's not the worst part. The worst part is uh, uh, people have been losing email from their accounts, and uh, something like 10% of the accounts have lost uh, their back, you know, their archived email and everything. Wow. So, yeah, that's, uh, it's been uh, pretty bad. So. Uh, I think uh, Apple would have to admit, I'm, I'm sure they won't publicly, but I think they'd have to admit that bringing out the new iPhone and the mobile me service and upgrading all the iPhones to 2.0 uh, software all in one day was probably not the best idea. Yeah, it definitely uh, it's more than they've ever done before in such a short time and such a huge thing and the worldwide demand and all that stuff you're, you're right 
they could have put off the mobile media uh, release a little bit, but uh, one thing I heard was that it was 1% of, of their mobile me customers were having problems, and it was 10% of them that actually lost email. So it's not 10% not of all mobile me users, which is good news. Uh, i got to say that I, I use it, and I haven't had any loss of data or any problems with it at all. So it just depends on which, which camp you fall into, maybe which server you're on or something like that. So what do you think of it, Ian? What, what's, good, what's so good about mobile me? Oh, it's, it's much more straightforward and clear than the, than, than the dot .Mac. Uh, everything's all in one place. You go to one, one screen, you get your email and your calendars and stuff. Um, I, I maybe not been taking. I'm maybe not taking advantage of everything that's there, but what is what I have seen has been very nice. Okay, that's cool. Well, let me jump in with this. You all know that I waited in line and went through a big to do to get a, a new iPhone 3G, and I do have it. Um, it's kind of a a mild improvement for me. Uh, there's some trade-offs, like the battery life is a little more troubling and. I have to manage that a bit. Um, I do like some of the aspects of the faster loading of the web and the 3G and the GPS. Looks like it has some promise, but I'm not using it too much yet. Um, I'm finding the coverage uh, with the uh, 3G is is pretty good in most of the downtown area of Santa Barbara. AT&T will tell you one story that we've got it everywhere, and I, I'm trying to kind of report in with some real-world numbers and. Goleta is pretty spotty. Um, I do get it a little bit in Goleta once in a while. It's downtown Santa Barbara and all, all around there is, is pretty happening, so I kind of like that. Um, up, the, up the coast and up here in Lompoc, not so good. So, you know, then the phone falls back on the edge network, and that works okay, too. Um, other than that, uh, the 3G iPhone is, is a real... Uh, I think the shape has a real improvement. I like the feel of it in your hand. It weighs about the same. It's got kind of a, a wedge, kind of a hold to it, and the, the way that works. So overall, I, I would give the uh, the 3G iPhone a mild thumbs up and, and a, a great product in the first place that's been made a little bit better with what they've got here. Are you glad you uh, stayed up overnight to uh, purchase that thing? Uh, mildly. Yes, and and now you know they do seem to be in such short supply. I feel like I have something that everybody else is trying to get their hands on. So you know, I'm sure that I don't know. That's just my thing. I, it was kind of a party in line and a little bit crazy. And Kathy came and saw me at the end. So how cool is that? I did. We both were uh, mentioned in news press. The uh, reporters were there and asked us both for comments and. You know, we passed out some business cards for uh, SB Mug and LA Day, and yeah, it was a party. It was it was great fun. There you go. There you go. So, so I'm looking right now at something on the web. Um, Apple is saying that they're going to start opening all of their stores at 8 a.m. to handle the increase in iPhone 3G supply and demand. So. These stores, even the AT&Ts and the Apple stores, they are just having real trouble keeping it on the shelf. I imagine that Apple has just got incredible, gone, gone to just bonkers trying to get these out the door and manufacturing them as fast as they possibly can. I mean, of all the problems that they've had with this release, uh, this is the best one. There's just overwhelming demand for this product. It's kind of incredible. 
the I, number I, of phones I, they've sold, I mean, it's totally eclipsed last year's, uh, you know, launch of iPhone version one. So I think this is incredible. Yeah, probably a good chunk of that has to do with this new subsidized pricing model. You know, even though the, the data plan can be expensive with an iPhone, when they come out the door and say, hey, now it's only 199 you know, that looks pretty good on a bumper sticker. <laughs> even though the total cost of ownership is about the same, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, so, yeah, maybe a little more because you are paying more per month. But also, uh, I think also people have been uh, looking admiringly at the iPhone for a year and they're waiting for their contracts to run out. And uh, as soon as uh, this new one comes out, the new iPhone, they're, they're uh, timing it just about when their contracts expire. And so there's a whole new set of demand for the iPhone. Uh, right, that makes right. sense. It, it does take a while to sort of get into a new phone when you're locked into a contract with, a, with another provider. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Uh, is Steve Jobs in good health, or is there issues there, or what are we looking at? Did you read that interview in the New York Times? I read, I heard of some of it, so apparently... I guess it wasn't really an interview, but it was a story uh, some columnist was writing about Steve Jobs, and then right. Steve called him and talked to him about his health. Right. Off the record, so we don't really know. Yeah, I've heard some more about it. Steve had some kind of a follow-up procedure that has to do with his weight loss and sort of a, a follow-up thing about the cancer procedure that he had initially. And so it sounds like he's confirming that it's it's nothing too serious, but he's still going through some kind of life changes in how he's doing his diet and that kind of thing. So it doesn't sound too serious, but, you know, there you are. Well, does that explain what happened to the stock this week? <laughs> what about that, Brian? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, that's... That's certainly one explanation, but then the, the other is all of Apple's problems with the rollout, and um, uh, yeah, there's just a, there's just a few problems, and of course the entire tech sector and the market is uh, is uh, getting hit these days. Right, the whole, so. the whole whole market's taking a beating, and so Apple's part of that. That's true. That's true. We'll so, hope that's it, and not not Steve Jobs' health. We wish yeah. him the best. Yeah, so I was going to jump right now to another aspect of this rollout and stuff and the new phone and everything, which is kind of let Kathy talk for a minute about the new uh, iPhone 2.0 software and all the apps that are being unveiled in the in the iTunes App Store. What do you think of that, Kathy? It's amazing. It's just amazing. It's so much, there's so much out there. I think we had started with probably about 500 apps to begin with, and I think we're pushing right now close to 1,000. Um, some of them are super great. Some of them are a bust. Some of them are worth checking out. Um, there's some fabulous games, but the developers <laughs> are, are going through their, their, their trials and errors with trying to get the product out there, trying to have it be bug-free. Um, it's been an awful lot of fun for both of myself and my husband. We both have iPhones here, um, going to the Apple Store and trying everything. There you go. There's so much. There's so much between games and, and utilities. I mean, the news. Just the, some of the new news applications. Um, I was reading today in the Times that there's 95 million mobile internet subscribers. 
and 40 million of these folks actually use their phones to go online and that's double what it was two years ago and 13 million of them use their phone just to read the news yeah, that's and incredible. some of these applications that the, these new third-party developers have come up with I mean make it so easy for you to, to, to see your news it's, you don't even have to buy the paper anymore yeah, it's true that a lot of interesting applications are coming on the iPhone, and I did see some news things, some games, entertainment, just a lot of cool stuff. I'm I'm involved a little bit with some development stuff, and I know what you're talking about as well regarding the headaches, and Apple's just got so many things on their plate right now that they're putting together that, you know, it's it's exciting, but... A lot, of, a lot of growth for them, which might bring us to our, our own Apple store that maybe, are we ever going to see that Apple store in Santa Barbara? Well, as of last night, um, I did my Sunday night uh, double park, poke my head in, look through, and there's nothing happening in that store. Um, that location is just as deserted as it was last week when I looked, but... I mean, you know, we're we're hoping we're hoping that they break ground soon. And nothing else has moved in there, so that's always somewhat encouraging. I agree. I agree. It, it'll be great if they if they step up to the plate and make that store happen. It sure is a large uh, building to go with, but it'll be interesting. Be definitely kind of a flagship deal for them. Well, if 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 it's going according to you know the the room that I've heard as far as the lease being signed and the rent being decreased and blah, 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 um, if they're moving in that direction, I mean, we should expect groundbreaking any day now if that's, if that's what's, what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's going to happen. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So do we have any other stories we want to talk about? What else you got, Brian? Oh, I just, uh, I just wanted to talk about another personal experience. I recently bought the 160 gig version of the Apple TV, and I must say it works as advertised. Uh, it is good. Um, I am renting uh, high definition uh, movies on the thing and uh, using them on my big Gigantor TV, and uh, the the quality is very good. I've had to restart it a couple of times, but never during a movie play. Um, usually I have to do it after I've let it sit for uh, 15 or 18 or 20 hours and I'm just restarting it and uh, I just have to start over occasionally and uh, but uh, it lets me browse I, I have noticed um, if I download a movie and then I go watch some movie trailers then uh, the download doesn't continue because uh, it's busy doing the movie trailers, so um, I don't. Ha I only have a G local network, not an N. So, um, uh, so there's some delay on that. But um, but I, within a minute or so of starting to download a movie, I could watch the movie one minute later as it's still downloading. So uh, it's all working out well. It's uh, also Apple admitted in the last uh, financial report that uh, the Apple TV is basically a hobby device and only uh, very few customers. So uh, it's not really a success, but uh, maybe a future version would be better. Um, people have to understand it's basically an iPod for iTunes movies and TV shows. That's right. There you go. 
It sounds like you get the instant gratification at least. Yeah. Which you can't get with Netflix. I'm all about the instant gratification. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been thinking about getting one of those at some point. I'd have to upgrade my television, but I know that you have one and Kathy has one as well. I do. Uh, Ian, you don't have one. I don't. I don't even have cable television, so it doesn't really make sense for me at this yeah, point. Yeah, similar. Same thing for me. I've got a little 13-inch TV, but actually, I, I watch mostly. If I'm going to watch video, I watch it on my 24-inch iMac, which has such a beautiful screen. I don't there mind. There you it. go. Oh, that's true. Yeah, if your if your Mac is better than your TV set, <laughs> then forget the whole thing. Just uh, download the iTunes and uh, watch it there. So that's good. Well, there you go. Uh, a lot of us with some interesting uh, equipment and some interesting options happening. So we did have a little bit more of this podcast, but we had some technical difficulties again. I'm sure you all just love to hear that. We keep trying to put our show out and GarageBand giving us some interesting uh, challenges. So uh, I've lost the other guys, but I'm going to sign this one off, and I'm glad you were able to tune in for another one of our uh, shows, and we'll keep on making it happen. So one more time, this is Harold and... Goodbye from everyone else. Signing off with the SB Mug Podcast. See you next time. Bye now. <laughs>